What is going on, everybody? Welcome back to the In the Round podcast. It's your boy, Matt Burrill, episode 104. Got my good friend, Miss Lauren Weintraub on today. Now, I've known Lauren for about four years. She just put out a badass brand new project called This Is Your Brain on Love. Um, songs that are true stories. The girl speaks from the heart and has a really good way with words, and she's just an incredible human. Very excited for y'all to get to know her. We even talk about building her rider on here, which was really cool. So we had a lot of fun with our girl, Lauren Weintraub. But before we get to that, got to tell y'all about our friends that help us do this damn thing. Speaking of friends, shout out to Matt McElwain, the sweet boy behind the camera, packing him some Copenhagen pouches. Looking good back there. Shout out to our friends, Whale Tail Media, Saxman Studios, and our boy Mitch Wallace with The Digital Marketing Agency. All three of them help you out in facets of the music business here in Nashville, Tennessee. Whale Tail Media, they crush it. If you're getting hitched, you need videos, you need photos, any of that kind of shit, uh, be sure to check them out. Whale Tail Media, Whale Tail Weddings, they are the best in the business. Speaking of best in the business, Grady Saxman with Saxman Studios. Grady and our friends out in Mount Juliet, Tennessee. They are crushing it on the studio game. You need a great place to record for a really good price. Go and see our friends at Saxman Studios. You can check them out. Just search Saxman Studios. Also, our friend Mitch Wallace with TDMA, the digital marketing agency. Content, content, content. So important these days. Mitch Wallace and his team of experts are here to help. And then last but certainly not least, our friends from Pickle Jar, the world's biggest tip jar. How can Pickle Jar help you? If you're a music fan, they give you exclusive access to live streams from all over the country, but especially here in Nashville, Tennessee. And if you're an artist out there, a musician, you're looking to have a big tip jar, they have the world's biggest tip jar. So download the Pickle Jar app. Use promo code ITR at checkout. And, uh, yeah, go ahead and do that. Support our friends at Pickle Jar. Also, be sure to rate, like, subscribe the podcast. Now we're going to get into it. This is episode 104 with our girl, Miss Lauren Weintraub. Well, Lauren Weintraub, thanks for coming on, joining us. Thanks. We've been trying to do this, I think, for a while like now. Like, over a year. Over a year, <laughs> like, going back towards, towards COVID, because... You were one of the first people I got to watch do a writer's round and like perform in town back in 2018 at Crazy. little little Bell Court Taps, like your your freshman or sophomore year mm -hmm. in college with some of our mutual friends like SJ McDonald and Kendall Inskeep was running around at that time. And it's cool to see how everything's kind of progressed. Yeah. So yeah. how's life treating you? Are you just busy as all hell or what? Busy. Thanks for having me. I'm glad we made it work. <laughs> yeah, I told too. you I like woke up in Chicago yesterday and tomorrow I'm going to New York, but like I wouldn't rather have it any other way. So yeah, how many how many shows do you think you've done this year? Do you have a count? Oh my of gosh. how many? Definitely the most in a long time this year because of COVID. But I don't know. Definitely like getting up there this year. Like you think like close to a hundred? Maybe between the between rounds and festivals and it might and be like over showcases 100. and right. this and that and the shit here in Nashville and. You get, you've got to go on tour with country people, like pop people. Mm -hmm. You've got to do like rock stuff. You've got to go to the iHeart Awards out in L.A. Oh, sick. You've got to do like a lot of cool shit. And how old are you now? You're what, 20? 24. I just turned 24. No shit. Happy yeah. birthday. Thanks. Killing it. So, <laughs> so at 24, you get to do all this all this shit. It's crazy. Pretty wild. Do you like ever like pinch yourself? Like what the fuck is going on? Literally yesterday someone asked me, they were like, is your career like going how you thought it would? And I was like, I mean, it's going how I dreamed it would. Yeah. Like I never thought things would happen this quickly. It's like, you know, it's, you just sometimes have to like take a step back and you're like, this is everything my 15 year old self 
yeah, dreamed but of. But I feel like it's not even that it happened so quickly because you have been in town. You That's said, true. You've been in town for five years and like mm-hmm. you were posting on like you. I remember the um, the Whiskey Jam acoustic videos back in the yes. day of like Earth is Flat. Like I've I've been a fan of yours for a while. Like you're, you yeah. have that, that thing where like but because I do, I host the rounds at Live Oak and whatever. Right. And like, there's certain writers and artists where they'll play in the room, no matter how loud, no matter how many people in there, it shuts the fuck up because it just what the what the writer or the artist is saying or singing mm. is just captivating. Yeah. And you've had that since I've known you for the last four years. Little Thanks, Belcourt Matt. Taps was all all <laughs> drunk and rowdy at the Nashville tour stop on a Sunday oh, yeah. night. That was back in the OG days. And oh yeah. That was the spot to play when you were under twenty years. I under know. 21. I couldn't even drink. I would just go. Like, why are all these people drunk on a Sunday night? Now I understand. <laughs> now you get it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but like you're you like it's you have put in years of doing it, but I feel like the the you've you've learned how to do the social media thing like crush it yeah it's social media is like a whole job i saw your uh thing of your story about the drafts the drafts drafts i have a lot of tiktok drafts what's it up it's like 300 something i need to go through it's almost slowing down my app like i go to post something and my app's like fuck you You just have them. So, yeah. what is, so do you have like a schedule? Does your team make a schedule for you on how often you post on t- Like how, or is it just like, fuck it, I feel like, look, I feel like sitting Kinda. there on my phone all day. Like, Yeah. I mean, I'm the sole runner of all my social media That's right important. Now. That's awesome. Which feels good because it feels yeah. like it's like coming from my voice, but it's definitely stressful. But I think like it's important to be consistent, but I don't have a schedule. And it's funny because I have like 360 whatever drafts, but like the OCD in me is like, I can't post any of them. <laughs> like that's crazy. I need to like go through them and be like, okay, these are postable. Let's just post them. Like, It'd be, I mean, I'd imagine that some of them are probably just multiple takes of a video of that you ended up thing. using. <laughs> yeah. I need to I need to do a little clean out. When did you start doing the TikTok thing? Was it really COVID then when everybody else was kind of jumping on it? You were like, fuck yeah. it, I can't I can't go out and do shows. Exactly. I can't go out and write. And at that point you had signed a, a publishing you, deal. Yeah, so you had shit kind of working and then twenty twenty hits. And I was like, What is happening? <laughs> yeah, I clearly remember being on my like apartment floor, just like, I can't play shows. Like, cause playing shows is my favorite thing to do. Yeah. You probably could tell that from earlier on. Like, it's just what I love to do. And I called my friend Josh Bird, who's like my mentor, my songwriter, co writer, like everything. And he was like, Bro, first of all, calm the fuck down. Second of all, you just gotta figure out a way to connect with people without being in their face. And so I had like shat on the app for so long. I was like, this is a dumb app where people get on there and do stupid dances. And then he was like, no, just figure out a way to like be authentic on it. And that's when everything changed. So it was, it was early 2021 when I started posting on there. Yeah. What was like, what, what was the first song that really took off? So for a while I was just doing little covers in 2020. Like and then, treating it like YouTube back right, in the day or right. like, or like or Vine. Vine, yes. Yeah. The I was a Viner. Were you? Mm-hmm. Um, but... Yeah, I finally posted my first original song in January of 2021, and that was She's Mine. And I just, like, put my phone down because I was like, oh, this is just going to get 400 views like every other video I've posted on this app. And then I was at my friend's house three hours later. I hadn't even opened it, and I have my notifications turned off because it makes me crazy. Yeah. And I open the app, and it's like, you have 
50,000 new followers. And I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> like, what? And that was the moment I was like, I should never have been shitting on this app. Like, this app can change my life. Yeah, it's just figuring out the right way to use it. Totally. And that's something that I've seen a lot of people do. And there are people that play more into the personality side of it. There are people that, yeah, yeah, yeah. there's people that are, that are writers and, and get that stuff out there. But it's also knowing how to connect with your demo, which like, absolutely, you post shit that, anybody can relate to like your songs you Thanks. write you write songs that people can relate to so then when you share those songs you you find a way to right to do it like the um like the new one um over over, over her over here yeah like that shit's that shit's <laughs> rocking yeah it's rocking that that's the one that you said is the uh the mix of uh misery business and picture, picture to, burn. to burn yeah and people people love that shit and yeah. like you've you've figured out do you think you figured out the algorithm or do you think it changes every fucking day? Because I feel so, like it's... I think it changes. Have you been shadow banned before? Um, I think so. I mean, people I feel like are everybody like, has at least once. Because then your videos will go from like 100K or like 50K down to like 2,000. Totally. And there's no rhyme or reason to it. Yeah. I actually like got super down about it once. Because I was like, I feel like I got this app down to a science. And then one day it changed on me. And I was like, I'm shadow banned. And everyone was like, dude, you know what? you have a roof over your head and you have food in your stomach and like being shadow banned is not that big of a deal. Yeah. And I was like, you're right. So I just try to like, you know, take it for what it is and know that like anything that comes from it is just adding to what I already have. It can't hurt. Yeah. Unless and you like get canceled, but I try not to get canceled. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you definitely got to watch that. Um, but you, um, and it seems like it's translated well with like the streams and just totally. people coming to shows and mm -hmm. Instagram. Like it's, that's what's big too is like, watching mm -hmm. it translate to other tickets. platforms yeah, yeah. And tickets exactly so what was your first show like post tiktok stuff do you remember the the first one where you were like damn shit has changed honestly there was a lot of opening shows and that was a moment where i started to see it because i opened for like chris lane this summer and i would see girls here and there in the crowd knowing the words to my songs and i was like that's weird but about three weeks ago, I played my first headline shows. And that's when I was like, holy fucking shit. Like, because for so long, these are just people behind a screen. Yeah. They don't feel real, even though they are real. And then I sold out these shows and there's these girls like screaming and guys screaming my lyrics back to me. And I was like, that's when I realized it was a real thing. Yeah. And where was that? Was that first headlining show in Boston? Boston and New York. Yeah. So though, and those are two cities. So you're, are you from like the, the greater Boston area? Are you a little bit outside of it? Cause a lot of folks, like I tell people I'm from the right. city, but I'm like, I'm from the burbs, like 30, 40 burbs. minutes outside. Yeah. I'm from Sudbury, which is like 25 minutes outside of the city. Yeah. And where was the venue in Boston that you played? Cafe 939. Oh, sick. Which okay. is on like the campus of Berkeley. Yeah. Yeah. Which is a big thing for you being, being like a music student yeah, to be around there. and then for a crowd to come out to that that's a lot of very musical people totally. like you get the respect of totally. that's ultimate respect of your peers right there oh my god they had me speak at berkeley the day before <laughs> to songwriting students and i was like this is so scary like, <laughs> like i'm not i don't know no one knows anything like people just act like they know what they're talking about so i was like I'm just going to tell you what I know, but it's not like facts. Like, yeah, I'm not like some OG that's right. been doing this for 25, 30 no, years. No, I'm 24 and just trying to figure it out. <laughs> and it's like, I guess it's working. <laughs> yeah. yeah. What, did you, what did you tell them? Do you remember? Um, did you like kind of black? I, I've given speeches. <laughs> I I've, black out. I've, you're like, well, I've given speeches to like, uh, I've given speeches to like students before. Like, and blacked like, podcasts. out. Yeah, I don't remember what the fuck I said. I got through it, but I don't remember. Yeah, the only time I've ever blacked out on stage was when I was on America's Got Talent. 
I, blo- I for sure blacked out. I, I remember nothing. I didn't know you did that. Oh, yeah, yeah. What, was that the early days? That was 2018. Oh, shit. So that was right around the, right around the time that mm-hmm. I first met you. Mm-hmm. What was yeah. that? What was that? What was that shit like? It was crazy. Um, Simon Cowell hated me. Really? Yeah. So one day I can't wait to just be like, hey. <laughs> <laughs> he was like, so- he's like, you're boring and you sound like every other girl on YouTube. Write a, write a song called Simon Says or something like that and just <laughs> shut up. <laughs> just hey, that idea is copyrighted with the, the Lauren Wine Simon Says. <laughs> no, but to be real, like at the time he wasn't wrong. Yeah. But to be fair, like they had told me, they were like, you're going to wear this and you're going to sing this. And by the time I got on stage, I kind of just felt like a, a TV character. So yeah. um, it was good advice in the sense that like it, he was basically saying, be your authentic self, even yeah. though the show wasn't really letting me. But it was good advice going forward. So. Yeah, and that's something that I feel like you do. Like you are very authentically Lauren Weintraub. Like I you try. are the like, <laughs> like from 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 your, your outfits that you wear, the shit that you post, like you are. You are you. Thanks. You're not trying to conform to anything. And I think you you have a team behind you that's really cool and letting you yes. be yourself, which is so important. I'm so grateful for every person on my team. I played Whiskey Jam the other night and they all were there. And I was like, wow, every single person in this room on my team, like they just get it. And they're not trying to make me be something I'm not. They're not trying to make me sing something I don't want to sing or say. Like they know what I'm about and they're here for it. And that's probably, I mean one of the biggest gifts because it's not always like that no not a, not at all usually not like that yeah not at all especially in in the two kind of realms that i see it because you're not just totally. like, like you do you have stuff that's kind of in that country realm but you have stuff that's in the pop realm and then you've got the like over 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 her over me right over her over here over which her, is like over rock here. country yeah that fits in like the that like rock like olivia rodrigo like totally. that style of stuff that's coming out Mm -hmm. in all those worlds it's very much there's usually someone at the top being like hey lauren you should do this hey you should we got this song for you and it's like no i can write my own songs that's like been your biggest strength is knowing what you want to say totally and it's cool because like even a lot of the adults on my team like they will voice their opinions and that's why i'm so grateful for them like i never want to get to a point where people are just kissing my ass yeah just yes man yeah i don't uh, like yes yes men. yes yes men are horrible but they're also like take this with a grain of salt like at the end of the day you're the 24 year old like you're and you're you like take this and then take from it what you want and that's i'm really grateful that the people on my team are like that yeah that's awesome yeah. um now for for you too, um, are a lot of your songs about personal experience? Oh, all pretty of much them. all of them. <laughs> all of them, yeah. So you've had some some rough luck in the love department. I guess, yeah. Like just some shitty, some shitty relationships. I don't know how a guy could be shitty to you. Like you're fucking adorable. You're, you're cool. Nice. You're cool as fuck. You're fun. Like you're, I don't, <laughs> I don't know how. Like, uh, like where are you finding these douchebags? Clearly, I need to have better taste in men. But where do you, where do you find them? I mean, like, is this, is this like? Every like, guy I've dated has been like in the music industry. So that's so maybe that's the problem. Yeah, you shouldn't where you eat. You got to find yeah. you like a lawyer or a doctor. Totally. Find you like like up like up towards. Oh, talks like musicians can be can be tough. Like I see it, I see it at being out in the road with a band. Like mm-hmm. there, there's some wild shit that goes on and stuff. It's crazy. What's the wildest thing you've seen on the road? Oh, just in general. Just in general, because like, because <laughs> so talk about plug a little bit who you've been out with. So you've done, you did, did, you, did the, do? you did the run with Chris Lane. You did some stuff with Priscilla, right? Oh, I love Priscilla. Dude, she's awesome. Priscilla is my girl. Yeah, like she's so cool. She's a vibe. Like she's, she is very much again uh, authentically her. She is one hundred and ten percent. That's what Priscilla I love about her. Block. Yeah. Like she's not trying to be someone else, and yeah. you like know what she believes in and stands for, and that's what I love about her. Um, 
yeah, who else did we go out with this summer? We randomly <laughs> opened, well, we did a show with Fillmore, and then it was me, Fillmore, and Bone Thugs and Harmony, which was very random. Bone Thugs and Harmony? Do you oh, know yeah, Bone I think Thugs I, and Harmony? Yeah, I think I saw you post a picture of that. It was really post weird. something where like, you were just hanging with these rappers, and I'm like, look at Lauren Crazy. go, look at Little Red go. Um, <laughs> and then we did like some festivals, like we did Country Fest in Wisconsin, and then next year there's some exciting stuff, hopefully coming so wisconsin fucks doesn't it like wisconsin they, was crazy they love their music we've done mcwain we've done what two festivals out there yeah didn't we do country fast too no we did country boom and we did it, yeah. country uh, on the river or county line country we did something some, out there yeah, it was a jayco i think yeah, oh, and, they're, yeah, and, yeah, yeah. and they're just like up in the midwest they're they go crazy they're wild they like have bush light in their veins totally. bush light and, van- and ranch totally. dressing just no in their veins. totally there's like guys in crop tops there's like <laughs> like i'm like what is going on this is the best thing i've ever seen in my life yeah and they're so support and they're like as as drunk and wild as they get they are paying attention to you when you were on stage like totally they are giving you 110 percent. totally that's what i loved about wisconsin wisconsin country fans fuck they're yeah. amazing so we go so have you, where's like so you're doing like the headlining stuff right now is it so you talk about like mercury lounge mm-hmm, and like yeah. places like that like those kind of like those those rooms that are more intimate yeah i don't want to say smaller because they're not i mean they, they are smaller rooms but the, but they're intimate rooms it's like, like 250 yeah yeah it's rooms where they're gonna really pay listen. attention to you and listen exactly and yeah. like you're getting to go so Boston, New York, what other cities do you have coming up headlining? I'm Facts sure you have stuff. That, sure. I'm not really headlining. I'm doing some opening shows right now. So okay. I'm opening for this girl, Andy, in New York and L.A. And then I'm going on the road with Alexandra Kay. Oh, that'd be cool. Yeah. In um, Memphis and somewhere in Alabama. <laughs> have you been to Alabama before? I have. I've not played in Alabama. I've I've gone to Alabama to write with um, John Paul White, if you know who that oh, is. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I've never played in Alabama. So Alabama is another animal, and I'm excited for you to. I'm looking at McAway because he is very much. I'm like an honorary Alabamian because okay. of who I've worked with between Muscadine and Trey. Right, because Trey's from Birmingham. Muscadine guys are from Mobile, so I've been to every little tiny podunk town in Alabama. Incredible, and it's like coming from New York. You talk about culture shock. Oh, you haven't lived until you've been in like you've been in. Boaz, Alabama, Deep Alabama, and you ask the people, you're at the merch table, and you're like, hey, what do y'all do for fun around here? Like, we fight our chickens or shit like that. And it's like, you, you get you get the chicken gizzards and oak, like, you know what chicken gizzards are? Yeah, I do. You do? But I've never eaten them. I got told that they were a southern delicacy. I got tricked in Mississippi at a gas station. And you ate it? They told me it was a delicacy. Like, bro, you got it. You got you got to try the chicken gizzards. They're a delicacy. <laughs> got to try the chicken gizzards. And then they made me go first. And then after they waited till oh. they waited till I walked out back to the van to order, they all got chicken tenders and fries. Oh and all, my all the god! Normal shit, and they just—that's mean. Yeah, but I mean, it's just—it was <laughs> the old lady behind the counter was like, "Baby, you sure you want these gizzards? <laughs> yeah, I can handle them. Give me the gizzards." <laughs> you having no idea what it is? No idea what they are. Oh my god! It was it was quite the quite yeah, the excited. experience. Have you been? How many states have you been to? <laughs> It's it's increased this year. We've driven through a lot of states. We've driven through a lot of cornfields. Oh, Kansas and Iowa are so much fun to drive through, oh, aren't they? It's just just exhilarating. Yep. Um, <laughs> we played. Where do we play this year? Let's see. Wisconsin, Nebraska, um, New York, L.A. What about you say Nashville. L.A.? You say it like they do in Letterkenny. L.A. 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 <laughs> um, Nebraska was interesting. Where in Nebraska were you? We've done Nebraska a few times. Omaha. Oh, we've done Omaha. Was it um, 
Did you do Barnado? Yeah. Oh, shit. That's, that's the, where the Bone Thugs show was. You did Barnado with Bone Thugs yes. in a harmony? Yes. With the, like, next to the Bentley dealership? Yes, next to the Bentley dealership. Do you remember that place, McElwain? We did, we did I that. Did. We did that with Priscilla. Yeah, Priscilla Block oh, opened for okay. us on that one. Wow. So it was tra- a Trey Lewis Priscilla Block show next to a Bentley dealership at a tiny little whiskey bar. Sounds accurate. It's just, it, you. So <laughs> random. Did you know what you were walking into when you absolutely no idea? You just were like, oh, this cap. We were just like, oh, it's this cap room, Bone Thugs and Harmony. Let's see how it goes. And then you walk in. It's like a parking lot. <laughs> yeah, it's like it's like a parking lot, and then it's like a badass like Bentley dealership. Yeah, Bentley dealership and high end, like super high end whiskey bar. Oh yeah, crazy. And Fillmore's so good. Yeah. Yeah, that was a weird day. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I'm trying to think of the weirdest thing that's happened on the road. Like I don't know. We've definitely Have you broke down. We haven't broke down. We've definitely walked into some weird, like, oh, I know what it is. This isn't that weird, but one time we went to a Denny's and we were like, oh, you never go into Denny's. No. Rule number one. No, rule never number one, go don't Denny's. go into Denny's. And we were at that point where, like, we'd been driving for seven hours and we were all kind of pissed off at each other. Yeah. <laughs> like, we love each other, but we were just annoyed. And our food took 90 minutes to come at this Denny's. Was, was it a Denny's like attached to a Love's? Or a, it was. Was yeah. it in Nebraska? It was in Nebraska. We might have been to that same one. I think that's where Chad, we had a lighting guy, Chad, who was a little, he was a character and he yeah. ordered pot, he ordered spaghetti and meatballs okay. at a Denny's. Okay. And it took like 10 hours. That's for what I'm come. saying. Yeah. I think we, that Denny's, you walk out of Denny's and it's like you're covered, you feel like you're just covered in syrup. Totally. You just feel sticky. Yep. It's like, where's the diner that we have back home? Like, totally. back home has such good diners. Such good diners. I'll even take Waffle House over at Denny's or, dare I say, IHOP. IHOP. I'll do a 3 a.m. IHOP if I need to. I've seen some wild shit in IHOP. So. I'm going to say IHOP might be better than Waffle House. I mean, IHOP has a better menu. It's it a does. bigger. It's a bigger menu, I think. I'll take, like, I personally mean, Coming from up there, coming from up north, I love I know. the diners. We don't have Waffle House. I'll, yeah, because we have diners. We have diners that are like the size of the Bible. Menu's the size of the Bible, and you can just get whatever the fuck you want anytime you want. That's what I'm saying. I can get a cheeseburger, and I can get pancakes at the same fucking time That's anytime I want. Or a big-ass chicken parm, chicken parm dinner and waffles. Boom, baby. Together. Boom. <laughs> I will say, though, outside of that Denny's, the gas was like one eighty nine. Crazy. One $1.89. <laughs> Yeah, you'll find. It might have been out near the reservations because out there you have reservation stuff too, where they don't, there, there's no taxes on shit. And when you're filling up a van, that's like your dream. Yeah, was it? Is it like one of them white fifteen passengers? Yep, yep, yep. Do you guys keep candy with you? Yep. <laughs> that's that's awesome. Of course, for us. <laughs> Who usually does the driving? Do you get? Behind I drive, the wheel? so I always start. Do you have like a little booster seat? No. But I do put it all the way up. I feel like you kind of like have it, to. I'm not, I don't know. Vans are very top heavy, though. They are. And there were some moments where my band was like, you almost just killed us for sure. Were you pulling um, a trailer? No, thank God. Okay. Um, We just backlined a drum kit usually. But um, I'll drive for like the first five hours and then I'll be like, all right, which one of you motherfuckers <laughs> wants to get on the wheel? And then what's, what's your crew look like? like? Do you have a TM out with you? Do you have a... No, not yet. I so mean, it's just you and what? Drums, drums, guitar, and I have this amazing girl who plays bass and synth and all these things. Oh, Piano. sick. So like a utility. Yeah, she's great. She's incredible. So it's just the four of y'all. And tracks. Yeah, just the four of us. Sometimes a photographer, but no tour manager yet. So stay tuned.
But you don't. But do you guys like get wild and party, or is it not like crazy? I feel like it's not no. super crazy. I'm that, pretty weird about my voice. Like if I play a show, I don't want to go yell at a bar for four hours afterwards, unless it's like a Friday and I want to celebrate or whatever. But <laughs> normally I'm like lame and I just watch the headliner and like go. To have the you had fun, have you had like fun in a city where like you have gone out and for sure. I mean definitely it? New York. And then in Nebraska, we we had fun that night for sure. Omaha with Bone Thugs. With Bone Thugs. <laughs> My yeah, it was crazy. I have a lot of stories from that night that I won't tell, but yeah. She's mine, followed by a Bone Thug song. It like was just your vibe. And so random. Were they cool? They were cool. Yeah, I mean, we didn't really talk to them a lot. They kind of kept in their green room. Um, but you know, I mean, their show was good. Yeah. Which green room did y'all have there? Did y'all have the big the big room at so the So me and Fillmore were in that room and then the Bone Thugs came and requested that we leave that room so they could have that room. Oh, so you guys were in like that side. We were in the closet, basically. Oh, yeah, yeah. the closet. <laughs> oh man, that's bad. Come but on. they gave us so much free food, so we didn't complain. Where's the best catering been? Um, honestly, Barnado. Catering matters. Or Barnado, however you say it. No, that food was fire. Fire. Yeah. We had like they had these burgers, these sliders. We must have gotten like twelve of them. <laughs> just went ahead. Yeah. Just for like we're getting all these sliders. After a show, I'm like, I will eat so much food. Yeah, I'm trying. I'm trying to be a better tour man. I'm trying to make myself the best tour manager I can be. Let's make go. sure my guys make sure my guys don't die, go to jail, go missing, which I usually don't have to. They're good dogs. They almost did not too long ago. Oh, but, oh yeah, we were in. I South- still got a scar from that fence. <laughs> oh, you hopped a fence. Yeah, I don't say where. It's a little, 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 little wild on the on the the Trey Lewis single well, again. Dick down in Dallas store. I mean, you see yeah, a lot of shit. I can imagine. But um, one thing I want to try to get better at is the post show food. Okay, like just making sure the venue has food for us after the show, right. because that to me is you're when ravenous. You, that's when you guys want to eat the most is when you get done playing off stage. Yeah, off stage. I don't eat a lot before I go on stage. Like yeah. I'll eat something, but I don't want to be like eating so much food before I go on stage. Yeah. Yeah. What's like? What would be? What's your go-to snack when you stop at a Love's? Oh my god! What's your go-to snack? I'm pretty lame. Like I go. Okay, someone recently. I think it was my drummer or my guitar player. It was my guitar player, Matt. He was like, "You have to try beef jerky." I'd never had beef jerky, and now I like it. And Love's has a like big wall, almost like a big yeah. section of just like beef I don't jerky. hate it. So I'll I'll get that or like fruit granola bar. I try to keep it a little healthy on the road. Okay, my problem is I'll get a little hazy, right? And I'll get in, especially now that I don't have to do as much driving with the with the bus situation. And I'll go in there like I've been stoned at a loves at two in the morning. <laughs> Do you buy the whole loves? I mean, if I could, I would. Um, I'm not gonna lie. I'm a I'm a big peanut M and M's guy. Oh, I get the share size peanut M and M's, and then I drink a lot of the cold brew coffees. Of course, cold brew to me it's like cold brew coffee and nicotine, or like when I, when I was driving. Oh yeah. <laughs> Good for you. Singing the right, singing the left hand, coffee in the right hand. Which hand's on the wheel? <laughs> Like we're driving the van, yeah. Um, <laughs> it's, uh, have you been to Bucky's yet? No, I've never been to Bucky's. Where's the show in Alabama you're playing? Is it in Birmingham? Um, it is in Birmingham. Is it at Zydeco? It is at Zydeco. No shit. That's yeah. gonna be your first burn. Okay, so when you go down there, you're actually gonna pass a Bucky's on the way down. So there. should I go to Bucky's? So Bucky's is like loves, but the size of Walmart. It's super clean. Truckers aren't allowed. They pay their employees like twenty bucks an hour. It's like the cleanest bathrooms ever. You can get jeans, fucking like furniture, 
um, fresh barbecue, jerky, and a Slurpee all in the same place. Oh, my God. It'll change your life. Okay, I'm going to Bucky's. Yes. It'll change your life. They have one in Leeds, which is just outside of Birmingham. Is the one in Huntsville open yet, Matt? I don't think it's on open yet, but you get to Birmingham, it'll be like off of I-20. It's not far from uh, Zydeco. Damn. Zydeco is cool. That's, that place has a lot I'm of history. Excited. Cool. It's like, a, it's like a low ceiling, like rock club. Sick. And it's just like. I love that. It's It's got like a feel to it where you're like, some shit's gone down yeah. in this place. Like some cool <laughs> shit, like like rock stuff, country right. stuff, rap stuff. They've done like, like frats have rented it out. It's like a wild. Sick. It's a fun time. Oh, I'm excited. So, and the, the crew that works there, we know, we know very yeah, well. If you see, if you see Lane Flournoy, he yeah, might if you be see Lane, Just it, tell him you know us. Yeah, just tell him. Tell okay. him. Yeah, well, hello. Oh he's, my God. He's, he's seen uh, seen us do some stuff. So, I gotta ask um, to um, the song Boston. Was yeah. there really a guy in Texas? Of course, yeah, there was. Was he here? Mm-hmm. Did you have? So, you, did you go to Texas? I like, did. But he never went to Boston with you. No, he was supposed to, but then, then we broke up. And then he was an asshole. Yeah. What did he do? I mean, you know. Just wasn't wasn't the best boyfriend. Bull- bullshit musician stuff. Yeah, it was just like, well, I was a freshman at Belmont and I had gone home for the summer, so I was uh, I was chilling it in Boston. Oh, so these are so, so you have so some of these songs that are coming out you've written. Oh yeah, Boston we writing- wrote like three years ago, and then the newest one on the EP we wrote probably five months ago. So this is fully like a description of my last three years in Nashville. Do you like doing that with your projects where it's like the, yeah. the, like a chapter where then the fans can connect and then you'll be able to look back and yes. be like, this was my life from 2019 to 2022. Totally. Like this was when I was getting out of school and signing my deal mm-hmm. and COVID and mm-hmm. all of that stuff. Like I'm very big on journaling and to me it's the same thing. It's like a lot of people are like, people don't care about albums anymore, but I think it's it's cool. Like I think it's cool to put out a project because it's very much a stamp in time. Yeah. Of what was going on. When did you write "Fuck the Snow"? Because that's one of my favorites. I like that song a that's lot. That's about the same dude. And, um, that, and, is, and that's about. Is that about that one snowstorm when everybody yes. when everybody was on Clubhouse yes. for like a week? Yes. <laughs> Literally, yes. <laughs> you remember that? Oh, I remember. Dude, it was it was. Well, yeah, because I remember you putting up that song and being like, "God damn, Lauren." God damn. <laughs> yep. Yep. It's a good one. It's a good one. Isn't it funny too how they deal with snow down here? Oh, it's like Isn't a it joke. Isn't it just ridiculous? It snows like an inch and whole town shuts down. I've never seen someone freak out so much over two inches. They're like, call the police. <laughs> I'm like, bro, we used to have to go to school in a foot of snow. Yeah, me too. Like, they would only cancel school if it was a nor'easter coming. Yeah, and it was like a, like a hurricane of right. snow. Like, you can't see to get to school. Yeah. Otherwise, they were like, oh, fuck you. You're going to school. Yeah, a little bit of ice. We'll put some salt and sand on totally. it. Totally. You're fine. Here, it's like an inch of snow. We don't do anything for There was days. that one time, like 20, what was that? That was like February of 21, I think. Mm-hmm. January of 21. Yep, 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 February. February of 21 was when it, and then, yeah, it was like, the town was shut down for like a week. It was around Valentine's Day. It was around Valentine's Oh, so that fucked the snow song. That's some real shit. Some real shit, baby. Who'd you write? Was that a solo write or was that? I wrote, so I wrote it like in my car. I remember the J.P. Sachs album had just come out or EP. And I was like feeling really inspired. So I wrote this verse chorus in my car and then I put it on Instagram and my friend Will Stone um, was like, did you finish that? Because like I want to write a second verse. So he I've never done that before, but he just wrote a second verse and then the song was done. It was kind of cool. So, yeah. 
Yeah. That's awesome. I know that I've heard that. And I think I've met Will because I also back in going back before BC before COVID. BC. I saw I say BC. Like like That's my, funny. my life looking back like 2019 and so early 2020 is so different from now. Yeah, it's weird to think about. Like honestly. It, but look, but one of the last, you know, who one of the last episodes was that I did like before COVID. Who? I've been around Sam Varga. Oh my, my boy! I had Sam Vargas on with St. Patrick's Day, and oh. I used to host this with my buddy Tyler, yeah, we called Boudreaux, and um, he um, he was a big like whiskey bourbon guy. And Sam, as you know, big whiskey guy, big one of the biggest whiskey guys you'll ever meet. Proud, <laughs> proud Kentuckian, yeah, um, and sure. an endorser of all things fine and whiskey. Um, and him and Tyler just were drinking whiskey. That, but I remember him talking about Will Stone and Will, yeah, Kaylee same and, Will, yeah. Love them. Yeah, and like, do you, have you found that um, like you're? I feel like the Nashville too. We have it's like a class almost. Like it's like yeah. classes. Which for you, Belmont. I mean, you go into Belmont, you literally were in a class. Literally. But also, like, yeah. there's like a class of like friends and like a crew that you have, and it's so important. I think to have that for you. Who were some of those initial people? So I always say that, like, it's funny. I think some of the songs on this project were written with people who I consider my heroes, and then other ones are written with the people I've been writing with since I moved here. Um, and those people would be Josh Bird, who I talked about yeah. earlier, um, Kristen Hale, Will Stone. I mean, I love Will. Sam was one of those people, Sam Varga, Kristen Merlin, um, Joseph Patton. Those were kind of all the people that I was like writing with in the beginning. I'm were, trying to think if I'm leaving out. Were anything. those were those Belmont kids, or were those just people that you that you had met from being out? They were just people I'd met, honestly. Like at Belmont, um, S.J. McDonald yeah, and I, we'd yeah. write a lot. Chris Rudiger, yeah, um, another another proud mass hole. We Chris love Chris, Rudiger, yeah. yeah. But good, a lot of them people. were just random people I'd met. And in how town. are you? How are you meeting them in town if you're not able to like say go to Live Oak or? Back then, frisky for back then, frisky frogs or losers or red door because you're. I know. I think I would get. I couldn't go to red door, but I think frisky frogs would oh, give me like I, X's. Frisky frogs, they didn't give a fuck. Actually, yeah. looking back, they had that dirty, nasty couch. Exactly. Remember that? Now, you know, it was before your time, McElwain. They had a old live oak when it was frisky frogs. They had a couch in front of the stage, mm-hmm. and you would just see kids getting after it on that couch. And I was, was like, crazy. what the fuck? I remember that. And they served. They used to serve alligator. Oh they served God. alligator there. And it's like, there's no alligators around here. Where Wait, the fuck you're like shooting me back into that couch. I remember people sitting on that couch you and were, I was like, that's yeah, a little weird. I remember sitting on that couch watching, I think it was Why Not Wednesday. It was before I had my yeah. round. I think it was Why Not Wednesday or something. One of the OG rounds over there. It was when it was Live Oak, but they had just, Put the, they, but they still had the couch there. Ugh. I remember sitting on that couch next to, I think it was Priscilla mm-hmm. and somebody else. Like, this is going back 2018, 2019. Like, it's wild That's to crazy. think back to the bars back then. Frisky Frogs was a shit show. Shit show. But I would just go and get X's on my hands and, and then just, just network. Yeah. yeah, just meet people. How important is the networking thing? Important. I would. I was crazy. I would go out every night. And it, it wasn't even like I was drinking because I couldn't drink. I yeah. never had a fake or anything. So I would literally go to these bars like every night get my little water, and then watch whoever was singing. And, like, if I liked somebody, I would just go talk to him. Which is crazy because I, I was kind of shy in high school. And then I moved here, and it was like, you just got to figure it out. You got to figure out how to talk to a wall, basically. So I did. But it's also finding people that are like-minded. Like other, for sure. Like, for other, sure. like other music people and stuff. Yeah, for sure. That, that's got to be cool. Like, were there a lot of... A lot of music people with you growing up, like were there? Were you the only one that was like? Did you always want to do the music thing, or was Baby Lauren wanting to do other stuff too? So I'm a triplet. Did you know that? 
I did not know that. There's three of us, but they're boys. So Okay, fraternal. I actually have a brother and sister that are fraternal twins no that are younger, two years younger than me. No way. So I get the whole, okay, whole yeah. twin twin telepathy thing. Like they my brother and sister have it. So my parents like put me in whatever they were doing. So soccer, karate, and I was just fucking karate. Terrified. Oh yeah, I was I was like karate kid. <laughs> and I was terrible. Like there was a moment when I was trying T ball and I was out in the outfield. And a baseball flew probably a centimeter from my nose. And my dad was like, we are not doing this. Like, she's going to get, like, a mangled ass face. So they pulled me out and they put me in dance. And then dance led to theater and theater led to songwriting. So I always knew I wanted to be on stage. But it wasn't until I wrote my first song that I was like, oh, this is what I want to What do. were the early, like, plays or musicals they put you in? Annie, was, obviously. Annie. Oh, yeah. Oh, so you were, yeah. Yeah, Annie. <laughs> I played Annie, like, five times. Really? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Um, what else was I in? The Sound of Music, uh, Little Night Music. Yep, a lot of a lot of plays. Yeah. Do you miss that at all? I do sometimes. Like I saw um, Bruce Springsteen Bruce Springsteen's Broadway show, and that made me get the itch to like go back into theater. So maybe one day. You when know? you go up to New York, do you try to like? I do. If I you have time to I'll see shows, yeah. I just saw Waitress for like the fifth time. So good. I love Broadway. I think it, there's a magic to it that reminds me of live. Perf- I mean, it's still live performance. Yeah. It's just a different vibe. So maybe one day I'll like write a musical or some shit. That would be cool. Take all those. Take all those. Sarah Bareilles did it. Yeah. yeah turn, turn the turn this this last AP your your brain on love into a musical. Yeah. Maybe. That'd be, that'd be dope. Fuck it. That'd be dope. See, I I always took New York City for granted, being that it was so close, and I used to joke about like, I used to actually say like, I want I I don't like the city because it's just so there's all the traffic costs like 20 bucks in tax and tolls to get in there like as a kid grew up and grown up in the suburbs i was like i wish the city would just float away and like leave me the yankees and madison square garden and heard chinatown and little italy and that would be it it. and but now that i've moved away like it's i learned to learn to uh, appreciate it more like yeah i got to see the lion king on broadway when i was in the fifth grade that was like that's a privilege that was a fifth grade field trip that's incredible bus and got us to do all that like yeah do you do you feel that way about about home at all do you do you go back to boston a lot or do you did you kind of enjoy getting away from it or what are like what's your relationship like i love boston i miss it all the time i try to go back as much as i can which right now is like you know every four months or so but um yeah like growing up by the water incredible i miss the ocean here do you big seafood gal big seafood gal um so i do i miss it um but i love nashville all right so some new england questions what's the wildest new england state of the the wildest, like where the, where the folks are the wildest, because you got like your live for your die folks, you got your mass holes, you got your tree people in Vermont, you got your maniacs or mainers, whatever you want to call it, you got the snoots in Connecticut. I gotta got say, I've met some pretty weird people in Rhode Island. Rhode Island, <laughs> but ma- which is the smallest one, which is what's funny. It's I like know. it's like the size of Middle Tennessee. Yeah, but mass holes are pretty crazy. Like we're pretty crazy people. What, 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 what's the, how would does someone say like McElwain who's never been up there? How would you describe a mass hole? What are like the pillars? Of, okay. Like, it's like being a redneck, but like, like if some, if you were to sell, like if someone were to say like, like how someone would describe it, how would someone describe a mass hole? Okay. I think like comes off as mean, like resting bitch face, but so nice at heart. Like if you're judging it by its cover, you're like, wow, they're so mean. And then. You get to know that person and you're like, wait, they, they're they so warm at heart, you know? 
Yeah. And terrible drivers. Oh, the worst. Well, actually not terrible, just or like very aggressive. Very aggressive. Well, you kind of have to be. Like when you're getting out of Logan Airport and those highways are oh, – And those old roads, man, like you make a wrong turn in Boston, you're fucked. You're, you're you're your, the, mirror, your mirror will just be off. Yeah, you're going the wrong way for like 20 – got another 20 minutes until you can fix that wrong turn. Totally. <laughs> yep. It was an interesting place to learn how to drive. That's for sure. Would you say you're a pretty good driver? I would say I'm a pretty good driver, but – when I learned how to drive, like Massachusetts highways don't have merge lanes or anything. No. Like there's a ramp and that's fucking it. And so when I moved here, I didn't drive on the highway for like a year because I was terrified. And then I drove on the highway for the first time because I had a right in Franklin. And I was like, I'm going to take Franklin Road all the way to Franklin. And I was like, that's really dumb. Like just try to get on the highway. So I did. And there was merge lane for like half a mile. <laughs> you just take your sweet fucking time to get over. I'm like, what the hell? And now I drive on the highway. But when I go back to Boston and drive on the highway, I get PTSD. I'm like, <laughs> that's how I feel like going through the going through the Lincoln Tunnel or going over the GW or the Major like Deegan, West Side Highway in New York City. Close your eyes and merge and hope for the best. Like I don't know, scary. What was your first car? A Mini Cooper. Still have it. Oh yeah, you, well, I do remember seeing the Mini mm-hmm. Cooper. Yep. What year's that? So I leased that one. And then I lease my one now, so it's technically a oh, different so you're car. Oh, so you're just dedicated to the, to the brand of I, Mini Cooper. It's my dream sponsorship. Yeah. Really? Shout out Mini Cooper. Yeah, I'm manifesting it. What other dream sponsors would um, be? Like, what would be your favorite shit? Probably, like, Converse or... Yeah, you're a big, you're a big sneaker. Big sneakerhead. Sneaker yeah, or, like, Hendrix. I love gin. <laughs> is, that what's on, is that what's on the rider? Is I that don't, okay, I don't have a rider, you, you don't guys. have a rider? Will you help me make a rider? Yeah, you don't, you don't have a rider? <laughs> I feel like I even just need a rider with, like, water. Like, water and, like, chips, maybe. I'll literally, if, I'll, I'll format it for you, because that's what I do. I is know. Like, I've, I've, I need a rider. Like, what do you... I guess it's time for that. Yeah, like, do they feed you? Well, I keep getting these emails from venues that are like, we have a $100 budget or whatever, and I don't ask for anything. And I'm like, this is dumb. I should be asking for things. So whatever bottle, especially when it's just you. <laughs> I know. I could just like be stocking up here. Are they at least giving you the 100 bucks? No. I'm missing out. Like, so this is what I'm saying. where's the money going? It's just not being used. Because okay. I'm so low maintenance when okay. it comes to that. Okay. So some, <laughs> some advice here for you, for you, for you Lauren. I'm going to help you out. It is gonna, and this, this is gonna help you out in New York City um, for these these next shows you got coming up. Right, right, so right. what you can either do is you can either have them use the hundred dollars towards like a few things, or just take it. Or you, can, or they, you could say, "Hey, I'll take a buyout. They'll give you the hundred bucks, what? and you'll sell them. You'll get everything you need with that hundred dollars." You guys, and then as you get bigger, this is why I need a tour Hospitality manager. budgets can get upwards of you'll, you could be what? looking at a couple couple hundred bucks for certain levels. Is that like hotels and stuff? Sometimes they take care of the hotels. Right. Sometimes right. they take care of the hotels. Like for us, for Trey, it's which is funny because Trey's 15 years sober. He doesn't drink, smoke, nothing. Right. Yeah. But these boys but make up do, for it. You yeah. see all the booze over there. That's all <laughs> leftover stuff from the road. From the road. Yeah. They just give us booze. Um, they get a bottle of liquor, um, a case of beer, two cases of water. Trey gets a can of Skull Cherry Long Cut. We get uh, meals or a buyout of $20 each for 10 or 11 people, depending on our crew size. We get batteries. We get Tropical Red Bull. and batteries, um, that's smart. We get stage towels. Wow. Like, that's, that's the thing. And, and that's not a lot. Like, there's some people that are like... Blue M&M's. Yes, blue M&M's, Fiji water, room temp. <laughs> I'll never forget when I was like 14, I opened for Sean Kingston. So randomly. You got to open for Sean Kingston? Yeah, it was fucking random. And his rider <laughs> was like... Fuck? 
like my friend showed it to me because he booked the show. Yeah. And it was like blue M&M's, like 18 chicken wings, pink lemonade, yellow lemonade, <laughs> cold cuts. So you know the story of why they do why they do like the blue M&M's? To see if, they, if you read if it. You actually read it, yeah. yeah. 18 chicken wings. It was like 18 chicken wings. And then it was like candles, tablecloth. It was like bizarre. It was very bizarre. Well, what do you, what do you want? Is bottle, what's I your just favorite? want some water. And it's funny, like I don't really drink before I go on stage. I'll drink after. But you know what you can do with all that gin? Stockpile it. Stockpile it, and then you have. <laughs> I'm set for life. Yeah, honestly, I mean, look at all that fucking flicker over there that the guys have. Yeah, anytime you want to go out, you want to pregame, you just have. Oh, they come here. And yeah, then, we, and come, then, we just and come then, here. And then Midtown's right there, and they go to Live Oak and Red Door and all that shit. All right, I need oh, to get my so shit together. So, case of water. Case of water, like some snacks for sure. What, what kind of? What are you? What are We're you looking, looking at, at beef jerky. I want. Mm, before I go on stage, probably like one of those veggie things, you know? A little veggie tray? A little veggie tray. <laughs> and then like chips. And then like one of the little, like, like the fit, like the box of the With the, the ranch bags. dressing. Oh, the, for the chips? Yeah. Like Cape one of the... Cod chips. Okay. Obviously. Now, Cape Cod chips are going to be tough because that is just a regional. Well, that's tough. That's good a regional luck. thing. That's, that's like me asking for Stoke. Like, like, we get Stoke cold brew coffee on there, too. Ah. Usually I go through one of those whole big bottles in a day. I'm severe idiot. I'm, I'm, Tour manager, I do trays. I do day to day stuff. I handle the merch stuff. I'll drive sometimes. I do radio stuff. You I do, do everything. Do, I do quite a bit when it comes to the stage stuff. The Nick from uh, who's actually you know Nick Gorman, yeah, production yeah, guy. Yeah, yeah. So he's out in the road with us, our production manager, okay. front house. So Nick and and Sweet Boy over there take care of all the staging stuff, but nice. all the other logistical shit I got to take care of. But like Stoke Cold Brew Coffee, they won't have in some of these podunk towns, right. and they'll go and get the frozen frappuccino. Starbucks thing, Starbucks things, which are still cool, but yeah. just very high in sugar. Yeah. Some people ask for all kinds of weird shit though. Like I've really? seen like, I've seen like like drugs on there. I've seen like what? people asking for that. Oh yeah, drugs. Oh my god, that's um, crazy. People like weird shit. <laughs> people. Yeah, like like like. <laughs> oh okay, I'm. Yeah, you get what I'm I, you get the drift. Just again, anything that I've drift. done, anything that we've done, like Woo-hoo. we don't. You, like, to me, it's like you ask you ask a venue for that. That's just fucked up. So you gotta it's keep it weird. Gotta keep it in like a moderation. Yeah, the Bone Thugs were definitely asking for some weird things, for sure. Now that I think, what about were you it. seeing? Yeah, I'm not gonna disclose what I was seeing. <laughs> <laughs> but, so a bottle of Hendrix, <laughs> bottle of Hendy's, yeah, bottle of Hendrix, just some water, water, snacks. That's it. Snacks, a veggie tray. Because it's just me. Yeah. And and this summer, hopefully, it'll be my band. So then we can now, then you can ask what the band wants, right? Right. Which, what do you think they would want? Um, I think probably beer. Just beer? And whiskey, yeah. Just beer? Just beer and whiskey? <laughs> beer and whiskey. Amen. And yeah, a just, lot of food. Like Yeah, which, which again, you could ask for the meals and have them either give you money to go out and get something, or wow. they'll feed you. Wow, uh, I'm learning so much. I'm here to help you. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Matt. So, what's, so what do you got coming up for like the rest of the... So the EP's yeah, out. Yeah, EP's um, out. Congrats on that, by the way. It's big, I don't know that's a that's a big deal for you. A lot of the songs you've had out as as singles, but it's cool to see them as like a collection because yeah. they are a timestamp. And then you got the shows coming up with Andy. Mm-hmm. New York, LA, and then shows with Alexandra in Memphis and Vatico. Where's Where's the show in Memphis? Is it mm-hmm. at the Bluff? No. 1883 Lounge, Minglewood mm-hmm. Hall. No, I'll have to look it up. Okay, because I've been through Memphis too. Have you been to Memphis? No. I've never been in Memphis. Okay, so like every other city, yeah. places you go, places yeah. you don't go. Okay. 
Are you in the barbecue? Yeah. Barbecue there's stupid good. Really? Some of the best I've ever had. Okay, it's very sick. good. Sick. And then if you get a chance to again, it's just have people with you. Don't go down there by yourself. For sure. Beale Street. Beale Street is cool. I'll have it's my mom with up. me on that run. Actually. Oh, oh, so sick. sweet. The family goes out with you sometimes. Sometimes, like they came to Wisconsin because they wanted to see what Wisconsin was like, which I'm glad they did. <laughs> that was we played the main stage, which was wild. I had like three runways. I was like strutting. It was crazy. Um, but yeah, it'll just be me and my mom and my Mini Cooper, driving to Alabama. Can't wait. You definitely have to stop at Bucky's and and, Bucky's. and get and get content of you and your mom. Okay, great. At Bucky's. Great. I made a video of my dad once on the road and it got like a million views. It was oh, like was him cool. doing all the like dad things, you know, like with the Home Depot song on it. It was like dad being a dad. It's like him like standing in the airport with his hands on his hips, like talking to strangers. <laughs> so he got a million views. So maybe I need to do this to my mom too. Yeah, well, how, what's the, how are, like, your mom, your mom and dad, so, like, your dad, that sounds, like, very much like them. Are they, like, New England-style parents, too, where, yeah. like, your mom has, has her kind of stuff, your dad, is your, is your dad bald? Every New England man I know is bald. Every <laughs> no. New England man I know is bald. Really? My dad's not bald. Part. No. Like, my dad lives in New Hampshire. No, my dad's not bald. <laughs> bald, fat and bald. My, my girlfriend's dad, Bald. My pop, my grandfather bald. All my uncles up there. No, bald. my parents. I, I got, um, I got this curly ass like poodle hair. But no, you got good hair. Yeah, New Yorker, Guido shit. I love my parents. They're they're like very independent. They raised me to be very independent. Like you know, tough love, good tough love. Good tough love. Like I very much know how to do things on my own now because of that, which I'm very grateful for. So, yeah. That's big. Then where do your brother? Where do you, uh, your brothers live? Boston. Yeah. So the whole family's just up there, except for me. Yeah. <laughs> It's crazy. That's awesome, though, for real. And uh, so for next year, they're they're gonna be announcing. So you have this run coming up with Alexandra, yeah. and then after that, you know, Christmas, and then next year we're looking at some exciting things, maybe. So stay tuned. Awesome. Well, yeah. we can't wait to stay tuned and yeah. uh, see what see what you end up getting into. And uh, actually, forgot I forgot to do the Nashville questions. And oh, Mac okay. Wayne. I always ask like some Nashville questions. Um, favorite bar, favorite bar in town? Attaboy. You're doing that East Nashville shit. Okay. Well, attaboy if I want to, like, break the bank. But, like, lately for fun, Uptown. Uptowns. Have you been to Uptown, McWayne? Is that the, that's the arcade bar, right? Or Lakeside. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, so you're right. right. I love all three of those you, bars. And, then, and I'm sure you love the Beast, too. I do but. love the Beast, yeah. Like, a good night, I'll see a show at the Beast. Put my name in at Attaboy, wait three hours, because it takes fucking three hours to get in there. <laughs> go to Lakeside, go to Uptown, and then go to Attaboy. <laughs> It's like an ideal night. Yeah. <laughs> That's funny. You go, and they're all right next to each other. Yeah, they're literally you could hit them I all. went I went to Attaboy once with a with a girl and I was like taking her out on a date and I right. was like, you know what? I don't because I don't drink anymore. So it's like mm-hmm. so I got a fucking like mocktail. Fifteen dollars? Like, yeah, I got a fifteen dollar <laughs> mocktail. I didn't even put any booze in it. Yeah. And it's like you just tell them. You don't order like a drink that you tell them what you like and yeah. then they make it for you. Which right? I love. I think that's so cool. Yeah. But yeah. it is expensive. If McElwain went there, he'd be like, I like Fireball. <laughs> <laughs> and then they just pour him a glass of Fireball, $25. <laughs> I went there once with a guy and he was like, I like Jaeger. And they were like, we don't have that. <laughs> he was like, how about beer? They were like, no, we don't have that either. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, favorite, um, you bake in the Mexican food? I do love Mexican. What's your food. What's your your, your go to? Because there's so many. Were you surprised with how many Mexican restaurants yes. there were here? I did not expect there to be that many in yes. Nashville. Um, Cinco de Mayo. 
you like Cinco? Or rose pepper. Cinco has a, that good margarita press. Cinco's really good. Cinco's yeah, really I like good. Las Palmas. Las Palmas, Palmas is my... Pa- Palmas cilantro's. is Cilantro's I haven't been to yet. It's pretty I've good. I've heard a lot of people talk about I've heard a lot of people talk about rose pepper. I like cilantro's better than rose pepper. Really? Hot take. Okay. Hot take. I'll have to go and check it out. We got the hot takes over here. <laughs> Miss Hot Takes. Um, favorite... Um, so you said you like going to the East... What about like you go out of Midtown at yeah, all? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. You like red? You, you have your red door nights? I have had my red door nights. I had a lot of red door nights between the age of like twenty one and twenty three, and it has dwindled. But I was there the other night, and I was like, "Damn, I do kind of miss this." Yeah. You miss waiting thirty minutes for a drink. Yeah. <laughs> thirty minutes for a drink. That tastes like gasoline a, that yeah. gets me drunk in four seconds flat. Yeah. And, yeah. Hear, and hearing the same artist like for like ten songs in a row on the jukebox. Yeah. Fun fact, no. Um, my, in my song "Me Over You," there's a line that's like, "My hair smelling like cigarettes." Is that about Red Door? It's very much about Red Door. Sick. Well, I might have contributed to your hair smelling like I cigarettes. I think you probably so did. I'm sorry point. about that. I've, <laughs> I've, I've, I've. It's it's tough too because I've been like. Quitting smoking. I've, I call the, I have these little vape things, these little oh, yeah, use yeah, yeah. altos. And my, my girlfriend got them for me. And she's cool, like, cool. dude, she's like, I don't want a boyfriend that smokes, smoking's yucky. And I'm like, all right. But she's from Massachusetts. She's a mass hole. She's very opinionated. For like, sure. When you describe mass hole, like rough, like opinionated. Yeah, but like lo- very sweet and loving on the inside. Right. Tough but, love. But that hard shell on the outside, that is. Holly to crack tea. Yeah. I call these my car cigarettes because I definitely don't smoke in the car. But like when right. I'm at Red Door, I just, it's hard not to. I can I don't smoke, but I can imagine if I did and I was drunk, I would really want a cigarette. Yeah, and it's like I don't even drink anymore, so it's like I gotta do something with myself. You know, yeah. I've been kicked out of Red Door twice. You why? I don't even drink. I've been kicked out of Red Wait, Door. Wait, why twice. were you kicked out? No Clayton Man. I do. So Clayton Man, <gasps> this was back this is when I first met Trey Mac. Well, I don't know if you know this story. Um, we, it was back when we were playing kickball and stuff like that. So I was at Dogwood with some people watching around and then went over to Red Door. It was Clayton's like birthday. He had just turned 21. His ID was real. And uh. so I was, they were telling him that it was fake and they weren't letting him in. I used to be a, when I first moved to town, I was a bouncer, bouncer. on Broadway for You'd a year. You'd be a good bouncer. I was a door guy for a year at Whiskey Row at Dirk Bentley's bar. So I've, I checked, I've checked probably close to a hundred thousand IDs right, in a year. Right. So I like, I can know when the phone's, and so, fake, so it yeah. pisses me off when the bouncers are like, yeah, this is fake. And, and it's, it's like, real. Motherfucker, it's real. So they ended up letting him in and then he kept mouthing to him. And they kept mouthing him. I kept mouthing to them. My New Yorker came out and whatever. And um, they kicked you out. They kicked me out. They were telling me that I was too drunk. And I must have brought you a tattoo. And I was like, motherfucker, I've been sober. Since 2016. <laughs> I've been sober bitch. Since 2016. And I just like, and I like <sighs> did something to my whole table while I fucking left. I went out that little side thing, made a scene. Then the second time, you know, Willie Jones? No. Did you partied with him before? I don't think so. Maybe. Willie, he has a show on Apple Music Country. Oh, okay. I know who Willie He's is. He's black guy. But yeah, he's yeah, from yeah. Louisiana and I think lived in LA. Does like kind of like Breland where it's like that mix of like that new right. wave stuff. Right. And I was with him one night and it was after my round at Live Oak when we had our Delta 8 sponsorship. We used oh, to get everybody yeah, high yeah, as yeah. fuck. That yeah. was part of the in the round brand. Nice, nice. Um, missed those days. And uh, we were smoking on the patio and uh, they came over and we're like, yeah, you can't be doing that here. And I was like, we do. Literally, there's somebody over there doing it. And that's crazy. So I got wow. smoking, smoking pot and back, backing up Clayton, man. That's so funny. Clayton will text me randomly sometimes. Remember like, that time? It would be like, hey, want to go Want to go get kicked out at Red Door? <laughs> One time they took my ID, and I've never had a fake. It's always been real. Yeah. And they took my I, – I was inside for like 30 minutes, and they came and found me, and they were like, can we take your ID for 10 minutes for research? And I was like, 
research. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> I'm like, maybe they wanted to know what a real ma- mass ID looks like. Yeah. I don't know. And then they gave it back. And I was like, weird. Very weird. Yeah. And it's something that you look for with the fakes. The tra- One of the tricks is with the Massachusetts ID, there's like different like holograms, like the colors will be a little right. bit different. Right. But also you look at the height and you for it to be a misrep. So like when say... Say you were 19, you were you were feeling a little wild, and you had you found another another redhead with your same color eyes or right. whatever. But you would look you look at the height. I've confiscated IDs from kids before, where it's like the kid will be like my size. It'll say he's like six five. Be like this ain't you, bud. Like if it said that, like so, like they're seeing that it's your height. Right. It's literally your face. Like it's all. Yeah, it's fake. You and they're like motherfucker. They're thinking that it's fake. Like that's. That's got to, I mean, you're going to age very well. Yeah. Like you're, you've got, you're going to look, you're going to get ID'd for a very Ever, long time. Forever. Oh my God. Where, I went to Opry Mills the other day and for some reason on the weekends, I guess they give everyone who's under 18 like a wristband. <laughs> what? what? At the The mall? lady stops me at the door and she goes, oh, hang on. I need to give you a wristband. And I was like, ma'am, today is my 24th birthday. <laughs> and she was like, oh, okay. They ID just for going into the mall? I guess on the weekends. I don't know. What, I don't know. Maybe it's getting crazy at Opry Mills on the weekends. It's wild. You, were you a big mall kid growing up? I was. Now yeah. I kind of hate the mall, but growing up, I loved the mall. Because it was like all there was to do. Go Fuck to the native the mall. mall. Stupid yeah. mall. <laughs> but, um, yeah. but yeah. Yeah. Um, I uh, I appreciate you coming on and oh, and dude. hanging and spending some of your busy week. CMA week been fun. It's gonna be good. Been pretty surreal for you doing. It's been good. Being shown, being involved in all these Toted parties and this and that. <laughs> is it, does it get, does that get weird? No, it's just fun. It's tiring. Like tonight, um, I have somewhere I need to be, kind of starting at six, but I think I'm gonna go around seven thirty because if I'm out from six to midnight, I'm gonna die. Like that's way too long for me to be out. My social battery goes. Mm. <laughs> yeah yeah I've, i feel that like those long those long days can wear you down you going to the awards tonight no not 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 this year Maybe but you do year. but you're doing like awards like like parties Show parties after parties the whole thing do they make you play and stuff too no so no. it's just just, just hanging. for fun yeah. just drinks Easy. drinks good time just gin just gin me and my gin <laughs> All right, guys, I'm a grandma. It's fine. <laughs> hey, nothing wrong with gin. <laughs> I used to, when I was an alcoholic, when I was, before I got the recovery, I used to drink a lot of Jungle Juice and at TCNJ, the College of New Jersey, which was next door. I went, I went to Ryder, small college. They had the, we had a music school, Westminster Choir oh, College yeah, yeah, or yeah. something. The Chinese ended up buying it. It's a weird story. Um, China just bought the college. I don't know. Wow. But um, yeah, weird shit. But um, we used to go to TCNJ and party, and they would always have the Jungle Juice, mm. but their Jungle Juice was very gin based. So. Mm. I've dabbled. I used to dabble in the gin. It ain't for the faint of heart. No, no, it's not. It's real taste, real palate shit. Yeah. Well, you enjoy your gin tonight. Thanks, man. Um, proud to call you a friend, and very excited Ditto. to uh, very excited to see what what you've got coming up. Congrats on the EP and Thank all you, the man. big shit coming your way. You've you've earned it and worked super fucking hard. Thanks. You're the best. We You're appreciate the best. you. Fucking love you. I can't reach your hand. <laughs> All right, we awesome, got it. Awesome, <laughs> guys. Well, um, thank you for checking out another episode of the In the Round podcast. Be sure to check out our girl, Lauren Weintraub, the EP, Your Brain on Love. She's coming around to some some cities, got some new stuff coming out for next year. Be sure to follow her along, uh, Lauren Weintraub, on all the socials. Um, shout out, as always, to our sponsors, Whaletail Media, Saxman Studios, our boy Mitch Wallace with the Digital Marketing Agency, and our friends at Pickle Jar Live. Shout out to the sweet boy behind the camera. Y'all take it easy. Be sure to rate, subscribe. 
subscribe, like, tell your mama and them, tell whoever, uh, check out the podcast and appreciate you guys listening or watching. Have a great day. This has been the In The Round Podcast.